What if Clonex fam? This is Lost and Found. Welcome to episode 7 of Clonex Radio. Today we have Alt Anonymous. He's the founder of Metaheads and co-founder of Keysdale. A very active member of the Artifact community. Also, if you don't mind giving us a little introduction to yourself. Sure, yeah. Thanks, Lost and Found. I, I appreciate it for you having me. I really I really like your show a lot. I, the format is... It's a nice break because we spend all day, every day, staring at, at art and in terms of uh, Clonex, we 3D art, beautiful art, um, and we use them in a lot of different you know, forms and fashion of renders and, and VR and AR and stuff. So it's kind of nice to, you know, focus our senses a little bit into the audio spectrum and, uh, you know, talk and, and dissect some music and just kind of let it, uh, man, because music is such a, it's such a big part of every art form. Completely, and yeah. uh, including Clone X, like I know they uh, those guys are really big into music as well. So I th- yeah, I think it's good to I, th- I really enjoy your show and and the vibe of it. It's it's a really nice break. Oh, I appreciate it. Uh, can you tell us where you're from? Yeah, I am from the planet Dracos. Um, and no, I just that's like that's the lore now of of this craziness right. with, with the Clone yeah, X and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean I yeah, I'm definitely birthed out of the the multiverse um I, I really don't yeah exactly yeah i don't necessarily I, i'm i'm in the process of moving into the multiverse more and more every day which mm-hmm. is that dichotomy of leaving you know our web two selves behind and kind of merging them to some degree but i'm just having more and more fun here um so as a background i, I was a filmmaker before um i really don't dabble in that much anymore because i've spent all my time <laughs> in web three yeah uh, but just trying to find a way to be sustainable here and uh, continue to help foster this this space is is really fun because I'm a storyteller at heart. So it doesn't really matter the the form or medium that I that I have access to, uh, which is why I'm here because this is like the biggest sandbox in the world, if you ask me. Yeah, completely. Yeah, Alts is chatting with us from his uh, AR self, arms and all. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh... Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your household when you were growing up? What kind of music you were hearing? Man, I was um, a little bit of everything, to be honest, which probably is why my my taste in music now is all over the place as well. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm kind of, it's like, yeah, both my parents had diverse like tastes in music, um, ranging from stuff that I absolutely hated to stuff mm-hmm. that I did that I did like. And then some things that I, didn't like when I was young that now I do like now, you know, which is always, always interesting <laughs> Yeah, because a lot of it's perspective and, and music is like, it's, it focuses on the, the human condition. Right. So in all, in all phases of our lives, so some things we just don't quite understand and can't extract that value yet, you know, um, as kids. But yeah, I mean, as a child, I gravitated most towards like the classic rock side of things. And, and obviously like the pop and rock stuff in the eighties and nineties was, was really big as well. Um, and then as I kind of grew up, grew up, started growing up as a teenager, I got into hip hop and rap and, uh, you know, a little bit more heavy stuff. Um, a little bit more adult content is what I was craving as well. Sure. Um, but I also go through phases where, yeah, it's like just different times in my life. I, I was introduced for different music, you know, like one point I was like traveling for a couple of years and a ton in the, in the Caribbean. And I just fell in love with, with reggae and, and, I still love it to this day. And yeah, what's nice about all these different phases is you you just attach to certain songs from each each genre, right? You just kind of build out your your own playlist that way. 
Yeah, completely. You want to jump into these first three? Yeah, let's get to it. All right. Music you grew up hearing around the house.
song there vans can dance john fogarty up front raspberry beret by prince and then in the middle cruel summer banana rama we're not even gonna acknowledge the rick roll that happened in front. <laughs> can i can i just apologize to the fam um i just i literally i cannot help myself you guys know me um and thank you lawson for uh for doing that for me i appreciate it yeah and now that's that's off the table. Future guests cannot rip It's already been done. It's been written in stone. Who's uh who was playing music most in the household when you were growing up? Um, I would say my mom did most of the like the record playing and stuff in the house. And then when we were on road trips, which we took a lot of road trips, my dad, he was at the wheel, so he had control and we had to, <laughs> sure, yeah. to listen to all of his stuff. Um Raspberry Beret, if we're going to start there, that one um, actually was at a babysitter's that I that I found that song and discovered it. Um, there was a few of us. It was, um, yeah, there was like four or five of us at this babysitter's and, and we'd spend, I mean, I don't know how old I was. I, I really can't even remember. I might have been like five or six. I was really young, mm-hmm. but for some reason I can, it's striking. I can remember watching on this tube tv next to the the porch you know like this music video and we just gather around and and watch and uh yeah it was such a i mean you know that song like it's such a it's it's a vibe like yeah completely it's like the height of 80s vibe (laughs) you know yeah 100 percent. and then uh cruel summer bananarama i mean yeah that's that one was the same it's one of my it was one of my favorite songs as a kid for some reason i just i i can't help but smile and laugh and picture like late 80s summertime and early 90s 90s summertime vibes like because that's like i mean as a kid that was that's the most fun time of your life right You, you you work hard all year in the school year and then you've got like three months to just do wild and crazy and dumb stuff and have fun and sleep in and yeah and i so this song for, for whatever reason i Man, I think the first time I actually heard it might have been in uh, Karate Kid, watching Karate Kid. <laughs> okay, like, yeah. And I've been thinking about it lately too, um, because I've, the new season of Cobra Kai came out, and it's such a, it's a shit show. It's a hilarious show. But like they do not take themselves serious at all, yeah. and I appreciate that, you know, because the '80s is ridiculous, you know, with style, and uh, so it's always fun to kind of poke fun at that. But um, yeah, so that that song is has really been like close to my heart always every time i hear it it just like makes me feel good and, and like a, a kid in the summertime you know like the height of uh of uh you know just freedom right yeah do you think they're gonna bring 
Hillary Swank into the series? <laughs> I've wondered that actually, to be honest. That'd um, be cool. Man, what if she? What, I'd, I'd like to see her come back as a villain. Like maybe oh, she yeah. starts like another competitive dojo. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Another showdown. Yeah, why not? And then that uh, that John Fogerty song. Um, did you listen to a lot of Credence Clearwater growing up? I actually did. Yeah, that was one that I really wasn't a. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of. There was a couple of songs that I liked as a kid, but I, as I grew up, like into my twenties and thirties, like man, I like. Every time I revisit it, I'm like, okay, I actually like this more and more because it's definitely a bit more for the, the older crowd, I think, <laughs> you know, but yeah. I, but I definitely, um, was all like my dad was, he loved that shit. So we listened to it all the time. And, um, yeah, so like Vance Can't Dance was actually my favorite as a kid, um, because it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It is. My dad used to always joke that, you know, he imagined those guys were like, high on some sort of drug whenever they're writing these songs because if you listen to the lyrics of like Fogarty stuff it is out there um but as a kid you know I don't think about the drug side of that. I just think of like right. the imagination side of like I'm picturing like this literal monkey so they the story of the the outline or not a monkey I'm sorry the outline is this pig and his friend um Vance is the pig and I don't remember I don't know if they ever said the kid's name but like they basically go to this you know, downtown area and the kid starts break dancing to this music. Also, the pig can go around and stealthily pickpocket everybody there that's watching. <laughs> and like, cool. I mean, just that story as a kid, I, I like, I, I absolutely love that. And it always made me laugh. And then they eventually came out with a music video for it too, which was um, hilarious. So I definitely recommend checking that out. I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's really cool. It depicts Claymation that stuff. Oh, yeah, Claymation. exactly. Okay, yeah, that, that exact uh, instance that I just described. Yeah. So, I mean, that was definitely one of the strangest songs I've ever heard. Um, but I loved it as a kid and I, and I still like it today. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And the uh, intense drum solo in the middle. <laughs> the, yes. One of the most obnoxious drum solos you'll, you'll ever see. I just, I just picture that guy by himself. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just a touch too long. Just a touch. But you got to give the pig time to pickpocket. It's true. It's true. Yeah. They needed uh, quite a bit. They were trying to afford a clone, so they needed a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. What uh, what brought you into the artifact community? And so, yeah, my artifact journey started like about a couple of, like, a couple of years ago, whenever like they got on my radar. Um, I was a part of the Luxo community, which I have been for, for a long time as well. Mm -hmm. And um, their first marketplace on Luxo was called the dematerialized, de de um, which I think actually Fawn actually was chatting about She's in your last up, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, so one of the co-founders is Margie Hernandez, who's like a an, a really old friend of Benoit. And so they've had a close relationship and they ended up partnering up for a drop um, on DMAT with some artifact stuff. Um, so, but even before that, like just through Marjorie, I discovered Benoit and I'm like, oh my God, this guy is legit. Like, and then... Uh, and that led me to Clegg and to Zeptio. And I'm like, man, these guys are absolute legends. Like, I, they were inspiring me so much back then already. And I didn't quite have the money to get into the, the ecosystem. Like, I tried to buy the dollar pigeon. I was there. I did, couldn't get it, you know. And then yeah. I, uh, but I did get all their stuff that they, not all their stuff, but I got like three of the pieces that they dropped on the DMAT drop. Um, the earrings, the, the Ethereum rings, and um, a poison bag. It was really cool stuff. But anyway, so like they, they were on my radar and, I ended up getting like a meta pigeon and a couple of other things. And then they, when they announced that like, Hey, we're going to be doing a, a PFP collection. Or they didn't say PFP. They said avatar. And I'm like, 
this was before we even knew it was Akira. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm all in. I don't even care. Like, I trust these guys so much. And mm-hmm. they're so far ahead of the game in every way, shape, or form. And that's, like, I'm so forward-thinking. Like, and and I look around myself and I just, like, I saw, I was looking for the projects that were also forward-thinking to the degree that I am. And, yeah, Clone sits, sits up there at the top. So it was a no-brainer to, to get in early for me. Yeah. Yeah, I found out right after Meta Pigeon release. Um, so I missed out on that, but I'm sure many people did. But yeah, yeah. As soon as I saw it, I had a feeling that it was gonna it was gonna be a big deal. It's funny too because yeah, when they first started, because even like with DMAT, they were we were talking about fidgetals back then, and like all the stuff that I've been imagining for for a long time. It's kind of surreal to see it actually starting to happen now, right? Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> but cool. It's, and it's still so early in the journey. Like we're still so early. Yeah, um, that's what excites me the most. Can you tell me a little bit about um, when you started discovering music on your own, what kind of music expanded your perception of what music could be? Oh, man. I think like it was a combination of like alternative rock, like discovering some of those musicians and the way they just like their music poured out of their soul, like like in the 90s, you know. It was something I really hadn't quite experienced yet, like that that raw emotion that that coupled with hip hop. Like when I got into hip hop, like that unfeathered kind of just expression, I really identified with. Um, you know, I didn't. I mean, yeah, it was. I guess like '90s '90s rap was really heavy on like women and drugs and you know and whatnot stuff like that. Like, I mean, I wasn't super heavy into the the beef side of things, you know, which I always thought was. I mean, it's interesting to watch, right? Like the East and West Coast dynamics. And um, I mean, because I lived in the the middle. <laughs> so like I didn't even really have a, a team, you know. And I liked both. I liked both. I liked stuff from Biggie. And I liked stuff from Tupac, you know. And it it was really sad to see, you know, that that whole debacle. And for both of those amazing, talented artists to, to lose their lives, you know, for, I don't know, you know, it just seemed like we were, they were kind of taken from us. But like, but I loved, I just love the people that push boundaries, you know, within uh, with, with with art, not for the sake of pushing boundaries, but for the sake of like um, conscious, like expanding like the human consciousness. You know what I mean? Like, cause it it all boils down to perspective, and and there's a lot of those things that you know from hip hop, especially like I you know I grew up in like suburbia. You know, it's like a lot of those things. That's the only way I can really identify and truly under, start to understand another perspective is is through their music and stuff, which mm. I, I think is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, we can hop into this block and then chat a little more afterwards. Yeah, sounds great. Songs that expanded your idea of what music could be. First up, I Want to Break Free, Queen. I want to break free.
Everybody sound the same, commercialize the game, reminiscing when it wasn't all business. It forgot where it started. So we all gather here for the daily departed. Hip hopper since the toddler. One homeboy became a man, then a monster. If it dies, let me get my last with a rocker. RIP, we donate your lungs to a roster. Went from turntables to MP3s, from B Street to commercials on Mickey D's, from Go Cables to Jacobs, from plain facials to Botox and facelifts. I'm looking over my shoulder. It's about 80 it's from my hood that showed up. And they came to show love. Sold out concert and the doors of the door shut. Ships. Minutes after they took I from the bottomless pit, but my hand was made strong by the hand of the Almighty. We forward in this generation triumphantly. Won't you help to sing These songs of freedom Cause all I ever have Redemption songs Redemption songs Emancipate yourselves from mental slavery None but ourselves can free our minds have no fear for atomic energy Cause none of them can stop the time How long shall they kill our prophets While we stand aside and look Some say it's just a part of it We've got to fulfill the book Won't you help to sing songs of freedom cause all I ever have redemption songs redemption songs redemption songs yourselves from mental slavery none but ourselves can free our mind oh have no fear for atomic energy cause none of them cannot stop at the time how long shall they kill our prophets while we stand aside and look yes some say it's just a part of it we've got to fulfill the
of freedom Songs of freedom That song there, Redemption Song, Bob Marley. Up front, I Want to Break Free by Queen. And in the middle, Hip Hop is Dead by Nas. Do you remember the first time you heard I Want to Break Free? Was that the first Queen song you heard? No, it was not the first Queen song I heard. Um, probably We Will Rock You, you know, in something. Because uh, that, right. that, that, that song has been everywhere, right? Um, and actually, the, like the first few songs that I that I heard of Queen were that you know those popular ones that I liked, um, at, you know, when I was younger. But then I kind of revisited Queen um, a couple of different times in my life. The most recent was uh, when that movie Bohemian Rhapsody came out, mm-hmm. and I knew you know I knew some about Freddie Mercury's backstory, but I hadn't ever really dived into it that much. And uh, the movie was was pretty good. Um, I can't remember the, the star's name. He did amazing. Like he was. He was really good. So it really inspired me to kind of dig into his past a little bit more and try to understand kind of a bit more of what made him, you know, such a legend. Like his, he's, he's one of the, Freddie Mercury is one of the most dynamic artists like ever. Like, and just the ability to kind of like juxtaposition opera and rock, like for something completely new that that nobody had ever heard before. And and I mean, I don't know how much, you know, at least in the film, the way he was portrayed is just like that he uh, he just knew in his soul that it was going to work, you know, and it was going to mm-hmm. fight for it no matter what, even though people thought they were crazy, you know, but then their music is aging better, you know, like it just gets better with time because it's apparent that they were so far ahead of their time. Um, yeah, so that, I mean, that song, like, Want to Break Free, yeah, like, I, I revisited that one through that film and and I've been loving it ever since. Like, it's, because I think that, you know, one of the, I'll say this, one of the, so my friend, uh, Zach, who, who now works for Artifact, um, another clone that we do these film sessions and, and cook and joins us now. And we do, um, we just basically like deconstruct films and talk about films on his spaces. And we started doing films that were relevant to the Artifact story, you know, like 2001 Space Odyssey and stuff like this, like things that were, you know, relevant to kind of our journey and whatnot. But I, what I found really interesting is in those in particular thinking about through the eyes of a clone X, when you revisit films and now it's the same thing, revisiting these songs through the eyes of someone in this space who's building here, it's it it hits home in a whole new different way. Like want to break free is like exactly that. That's why I'm here. Like I wanted to break free of the traditional, you know, social constructs and, and kind of forge something that's just more fun and creative. And I feel like I'm actually an active participant here as opposed to just being a cog in a, a wheel somewhere, right? So yeah, you know, once to break free is like for me now, it's about you know breaking free of that. And I got and that's one of those, and he obviously had a, a different version of that when he when he created the song, right? But it's such it's a message that like literally is relative to anybody, right? Yeah, applies to all. Yeah, completely. And Rami Malek was the one that. Oh right, yeah, Freddie good Mercury call, thank movie. you. Yeah, um, and then hip hop is dead with the Inagata Davida sample. That's that's a good one. Um, that's the Nas record that uh, reintroduced me to him. My my mother heard that on the radio, and we grabbed the CD. And then um, seeing the cover, I knew 
I realized that that was Illmatic, you know, the same guy that did Illmatic yeah. and yeah, it's a good, that's a good album altogether. God, yeah. That guy is next level, right? Like I think it, it, consensus was like definitely one of the best hip hop artists of all time. Right. It, and that's if you ask people that are in the know, uh, you know, of the culture and history of, of hip hop, like, yeah, I mean, it was really, I, I mean, I thought it was really interesting because like, I mean, just enti- just titling it hip hop is dead, right? That's like throwing the gauntlet down and, and challenging everybody to, to reevaluate, you know, what the current state of hip hop was. Um, yeah. And it definitely elicited some, some stark reactions from like Lil Wayne and Kanye and stuff, um, which I think is exactly what he wanted to just kind of stir the pot, you know? But, but I really identify with that. Like, I love how it's deconstructing and kind of breaking down, like I said, that what hip hop is and then, and then kind of, yeah, challenging everyone to push those boundaries and, and stuff, you know, I, I think doing that in a hip hop form was a little bit groundbreaking, right? Yeah, completely. Uh, could you, if you had to choose between East and West Coast hip hop, what would you, what would you choose? I mean, if I had to choose, I'd probably say West Coast. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, because I'm just a bit more chill in general, mm-hmm. and I think like it's like it has a little bit more of that beachy vibe to it, right? So I, I'd probably go there. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think from a, there's probably more artists on the West Coast that I like than on the East Coast, even though you know, obviously, some amazing from both. I I would agree with that, but I I am a little biased being from being from the West. Um, being in being from the middle, did you ever get into Chop and Screwed? That whole movie? No. I, what is that? Oh, I'm not the no. I did. I have not um, heard of that. Uh, that was like a Texas based. I whoever's from there is probably like fuming right now, but. Um, <laughs> Like Paul Wall, Mike Jones, like that. Oh, okay, um, okay. It was like a certain tempo, real dirty um, instrumentals and stuff. Uh, I'll send you some okay, tunes. Okay, okay. I mean, it, I might have heard of it. I might have heard the tunes anyways, but didn't didn't know the movement Maybe. was called, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, that last song, Redemption Song, uh, does that, can you tell me about your time in, in the Caribbean? Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, I just, I, I was going through a phase in my life where like as an artist, I was just kind of hitting a bit of a wall and, and I was like, okay, I want to spend some time just like working on myself and focusing on myself and how to kind of, <clears throat> you know, raise my own level and, and expand a bit more. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, so I was like, I started traveling a ton for, for a few years and I spent a lot of time in the Caribbean because I am, yeah, I didn't grow up around a beach you know, but I love the beach and I, yeah. So I was falling in love with just hanging out and I went to Jamaica several times. Um, and of course, you know, you can't go to Jamaica or the Caribbean without getting inter- introduced to Bob Marley. Right. And, and of course I knew, I knew Marley, but, and I loved his music always, but I didn't really dive into like his full catalog until I started spending a lot of time in the Caribbean. And he has so many songs, um, and so many good songs. Um, you know, I was first like I first fell in love with like No Woman, No Cry, and I Shot the Sheriff, and you know the other, right. the other really popular ones. Um, but the one that really touched my soul as of now, you know, was Redemption Song. Uh, yeah, so like uh, the the first time I actually heard that one. Um, so I was traveling to Jamaica with some friends, and we went on this excursion to um, the Blue Hole, which is 
it's like these waterfalls um, in the middle of Jamaica, and you kind of like you have to hike up to the top of this like mountain, and then you it has these pools, like these pools of different depths and different cliffs. And you basically like you do cliff diving into the pool of water, and then you walk down to the next one. You basically cliff dive all the way down the mountain into pools, um, and it's an amazing experience, gorgeous. And um, of course, you're smoking weed the whole time. Your tour guides bring joints, and you know it's just it's a great, it's a really nice, cool day. And then you go eat jerk chicken afterwards, which is the best on the planet in Jamaica. It is so unbelievable. Um, so, but actually, like we we got so lucky. So we were we went by to see um, Bob Marley's graves. You can go go pay your respects, you know, while you're there. And our tour guide actually like made a call. I think one of my friends might have tipped him you know, preemptively just gave him an extra hundred because he was so cool. And then he basically like, Bob Marley's niece like showed up while we were there and then invited oh, us wow. yeah. to his house, like where he grew up, which was like not yeah. far from there at all. And uh, yeah, so we got to hang out in his living room and we all smoked a J there. And uh, and then on the way back on the bus, it's like, you know, it's like a, it's a good couple hour drive back um, to the hotel and stuff. So like we were... Um, just like vibing out in the bus. And I was just like laying back, looking out at the the blue sky and the clouds passing and, and the bus driver was just playing Marley. And then the song came on and I was just like, man, this is this is the the redemption journey that I'm on is trying to rediscover myself and, you know, and expand my consciousness and kind of kill like, completely yeah. kill a lot of those things. Cause like, I mean, I, they say, you know, that saying is like, I always want to be a kid again. Like, I think it, it boils down to like that creative expression and being able to just, be yourself without having to worry about the same like anxieties that we deal with in a modern society. Right. So that's kind of the, the journey that I'm on is just rediscovering and I'm still on it. Right. It's, I think, I think I've made the decision to just keep pushing it every day further I can forever and just see how, you know, how far I can, can go. And it's, yeah. So that's, that's kind of like my themes, one of my theme songs now, right. <laughs> like redeeming ourselves, but I think everybody in this space can relate to that one as well. Yeah, always, always trying to improve yourself. Always trying to find more about yourself. It's important. As you were growing up and getting a little older, um, what was your main intake with music that wasn't being played by your folks? Probably films. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got introduced to a lot of music. Like, I went through a phase. I mean, I was watching a couple films a day for like a decade. Like I was obsessed. I just went through and I was watching everything. Um, kind of when you break free, I <laughs> want to break free. But at that point, whenever you work past, I mean, because like you grow up music and film, right? Where a lot of it is just what your parents, you know, allow you to have access to. So right. when you start, like, you know, we just mostly watched Hollywood blockbusters and action films and comedies, you know, nothing really with like a whole lot of depth on the, on the film side anyways. So when I first discovered like, oh, there's actually, wait, there's a black and white movie that's really good. Holy crap. You know, I thought they were all trash as a kid, right? Like, so, it, mm -hmm. but, so then I just went through this expansion of just like watching as many films as I could get my hands on, watching all the classics and every, you know, just everything. And along the way, you know, every one of those soundtracks is, I mean, you just introduced so many, I probably learned a song from every film that I'm like, okay, yeah. And that, that's one of the, it's a really cool way to be introduced to music when you have visuals as well, right? Because then every time you hear it, you're reminded of these amazing visuals, whether it's a, a music video or, you know, a soundtrack in a film. So I would say that's where I learned and discovered a ton of new, new musicians uh, was just through film. 
Yeah, I found I found quite a few from from movies, but I think my biggest intake of like new music that was a big impact on me was probably like skate videos. Oh, really? Um, wow, that's cool. Yeah, I think me and me and Boo both took in a lot of skate, you know, like tapes and stuff back in the day. Um, but yeah, I didn't really watch too many movies growing up. Um, I'm making up ground now. I'm uh, yeah, I watch. I try to watch the classics, but I'm I'm making progress every weekend. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's harder. It's so much harder nowadays. Like, I mean, even 20 years ago, like, you know, you or 15 years ago, you could watch just about every movie that came out, you know. But now it's like there's just so many, and it's not just movies. Like the the quality. Like I used to didn't really even watch TV because the quality just wasn't that good. But now you have filmmakers making TV, and it's all amazing, right? Like true, oh, the quality yeah. is so good. So there's just it's a wealth of stuff out there. Like it's our attention spans have gotten so short because we have so much at our fingertips, right? So it's a challenge to revisit the the old classics that you haven't seen. I get that. You want to give a little intro to the movie He Got Game? Oh man. So actually like, yeah, so that was, Spike Lee was one of those artists that, you know, I hadn't seen any of his films um, as a kid. And then, you know, in high school, I ended up taking a, a film class and, that was actually one of the first I got introduced to like that's that's when I first like opened my eyes to to what films could be, right? Beyond what I knew. And one of them, um, Do the Right Thing that I watched in this film class, which wow, that one that movie that film is amazing. Like the intensity of I mean, the story is so simple, but the characters are they have so much depth to them, right? And right. but it, it really opened my eyes and and I felt like I was like, okay, I got to go see everything Spike Lee now. So I just went through and, and watched everything. And then, yeah, when I came to He Got Game, wow. Like, I mean, as a basketball player and a fan of the sport, like, it's cool. It's really cool, like, seeing Ray Allen. Like, man, he absolutely crushed that. And then Denzel, I mean, one of the best to ever do it, you know. And then mm -hmm. the structure of that of that uh, that film was really, really good, too. Um, and the song, yeah, the song which I don't know if it was, I don't know, if, I don't know the history of the song if it was written for that film. Um, I'm, I'm assuming it was, I'm assuming it was, but I can't say yeah. for certain. But yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's a vibe for me. I love it. Well, we can hop right into it. Yeah, I'm ready to hear it now. I'm talking about it. <laughs> he got game, public enemy. Right, this cut goes out to all y'all that's been missing us for mad years. One love, yo. Yeah, that's right, he's got a game. If man is the father, the son is the center of the earth In the middle of the universe Then why is this verse coming six times rehearsed? Don't freestyle much, but I write them like such Word. Amongst the fiends controlled by the screens What does it all mean, all this shit I'm seeing? <laughs> Human beings screaming vocal javelins Sign of a local nigga unraveling uh -huh. My wandering got my ass wondering With crisis and all this crisis Hating Satan never knew what nice is Check the papers, well I bet on ISIS More than your eye can see and ears can hear 
year by year all the sense disappears Nonsense perseveres, prayers laced with fear Beware, two triple O's It might feel field. good, it might sound a little something But damn the game, if it don't mean nothing What is game, who got game, where's the game in life Behind the game, behind the game I got game, she got game, we got game They got game, he got game It might feel good, it might sound a little something But fuck the game, if it ain't saying nothing Damn, was it something I said? Pretend you don't see, so you turn your head. Race scared of his shadow, does it matter? Thought of reparations, got a plan with the population. Nothing to lose, everything's approved. People use, even murder's excuse. White men in suits don't have to jump. Still a thousand and one ways to lose with the shoes. God takes care of old folks and fools. While the devil takes care of making all the rules. Folks don't even own themselves, paying mental rent. The corporate presidents. One out of one million residents be a dissident who ain't kissing it. The politics of chains and whips got the sick missing chips and all the championships. What's love got to do with what you got? Don't let a win get to your head or a loss to your heart. Nonsense perseveres, prayers laced with fear. Beware, two triple O is It might feel good, it might sound a little something. But damn the game, if it don't mean nothing. What is game? Who got game? Where's the game in life? Behind the game, behind the game. I got game, she got game, we got game, they got game, he got game. It might feel good, it might sound a little something. But fuck the game if it ain't saying nothing. Yeah, that's right, everybody got game But we just here to let y'all know that P.E. is in full effect From right now until the year 2000 And hey, yo, my man, sing it Something happening, yeah Yeah, yeah What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Yeah, that's right <laughs> Telling me I got to be aware Each time we stop What's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. Hey yo, I don't think they hurt you, baby. Kick it to him again, one more time. Each time we stop, children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. That's right, boy. PE, full effect, boy, until the year 2000, yo.
That right there, Colors by Black Pumas. Up front, He Got Game, Public Enemy, and Mondo Bongo, Joe Strummer. That He Got Game song, um, I I didn't recognize it by the title, but I did once I heard that um, Buffalo Springfield sample in there. That was a good tune. Yeah, that's such a that's such a good song. That one actually, I I heard some of the Public Enemy's other stuff, and um, you know I had followed like Chuck D and Flavor Flav. You know, like I think they were kind of like mm-hmm. the the linchpins of I think they had a few line, lineups like over the years, but I think those two guys were always there. Um, but the, yeah, the first time I think I heard that song was actually in the film He Got Game, and mm. yeah, I yeah, it's uh, it's dope. I, I, Public Enemy in general, like. They're they're a bit more political and cultural conscious, you know, than than most artists. And like, when they choose to make a stance on some things, I always appreciate that, right? Um, and 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 kind of like the dichotomy of or the you know the sisterhood of like basketball culture and and players in general now, like they have such a platform. Like LeBron, for instance, like another a clone, hopefully, right? But like, yeah, LeBron, for instance, um, they get to use their platform and reach like we've never seen before, you know, to speak out against things and. And really, kind of affect change. So yeah, I always appreciated that about Public Enemy. They weren't they weren't scared to speak their minds. And tying back to um, Spike Lee, that was kind of the catalyst and uh, do the right thing with uh, um, what was his name? The guy with the boombox, and he kept yeah. playing. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't remember. And his that name. was like the pushing. You know, that was the breaking point. Was kind of that tune, but. Yeah, that's a good um, point. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the, the music. Cause, because that's like one of the biggest tools that we have to speak out, right? Is music. Right. And then uh, that Mondo Bongo song, that was another one I didn't recognize by name. Um, but I did recognize it from Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, and then you, you brought up, we were chatting a little bit while the music was playing. You said they were playing Pachinko? Yeah, yeah. So... That's actually yeah where I, that's where I discovered that Mongo, Mondo Bongo song as well was in Mr. and Miss Smith. Um, I think it's like a dancing scene, you know. Um, but I'm like, oh my god, that's such a beautiful song. So then I just kept listening to it over and over. And um, yeah, one of the lyrics is it's they're basically describing somebody playing at a pachinko machine, which is oh, it's gotcha. a very specific game. And my grandparents actually had one in their basement when I was a kid, and. I mean, I, it, yeah, it's like basically it's kind of like it's mounted to the wall and it's a pretty small like thing, but it has like these little metal balls that you like knock around and stuff and um, kind of like a pinball, like a smaller pinball, but like vertical. Um, yeah, it's a very strange, like you don't see them anywhere, right? So it's kind of interesting uh, for that to be in the song. So I always thought that was cool that I've actually played one as well. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I used to be a sailor, for those that don't know, and... Uh, when we were in Japan, there were quite a few oh, of those really? okay, in like cool. Sasebo and stuff. There were whole halls, and you just see a hundred Japanese cats just sitting <laughs> and gambling or whatever that is, you know. Gambling now, I it was bet. Cool. Um, actually, that was that was one. Like, I always wanted to make a music video for that song, um, and then I listened to it again. I'm like, oh man, maybe I should get like a group of clones and make this music because I could see myself sitting there playing the pachinko and then some others dancing and singing. <laughs> it's such yeah. a, it's such a, a unique setup in that pub that they're in. The, when we were chatting with Fawn, um, she brought up the Alex Turner song. Um, 
Ooh, what is that? The Last Shadow Puppets. And that song has kind of a similar feel to the Mongo Bongo, where it's kind of uh, like mysterious. You can kind of like mentally picture things happening while that song's playing. I really like that that Joe Strummer song. Yeah, it's like they give you just enough for your imagination to kind of run wild, right? Without having to get to lose focus on the details. Yeah. And uh, Black Pumas, that's that's another great song. Where did you first hear Colors? Man, so I actually was invited, I don't remember what year this was, but I got invited to a small private event and they had a, they had like a surprise musical guest and it ended up being Black Pumas. And this was like, I mean, there was like, I don't know, 30 or 40 of us and we got like an hour long set from Pumas in this in this room like it was so like getting introduced to them that way was oh my god I was blown away I'm like oh, I mean they sure. were pretty up and coming at that point so I'm like how have I not heard of these guys like wow um and that was that's just my favorite song I mean I, I probably have I mean I love October 33 their fast car cover is unbelievable touch the sky those are I love those all those but like all my favorite colors is just such a beautifully written song yeah it's great I I also said that while we were chatting I said uh I would wish like I would just feel so grateful if I can write a song as simple as beautiful as that one a little throwbacky but not like a caricature kind of thing it's it's a great song I really like it yeah, that, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, will you tell me a little bit about Keys DAO? Yeah, Keys DAO. Um, so there's, I guess we we started building that out. I mean, it's been a while. It's kind of only just now kind of shaping and taking some form, but it's a collective group uh, amongst the Luxo community to kind of foster network effects, you know, in the Luxo community. So it's a way to kind of pull forces and resources as a DAO um, to just help grow things, um, which I'm not sure how much you know about Luxo, but it's it's centered on like new set of standards to really like give NFTs like their full potential and for us to actually build true identity and reputation on chain, which we can't do yet, you know? So, and that's why like, that's one of the reasons why I fell in love with clones, like as an avatar to build an identity with, like you can't do any better. Um, so yeah, so Keys DAO is we're just kind of focused on you know we just we just did the uh, the Luxo hackathon. They had a hackathon, and some of our team members, um, you know, put together the Keys protocol, which is a way for you know to to launch a, a DAO on Luxo very easily because it's a bit complicated on Ethereum right now to do it. Um, so and that's what these standards are about for Luxo is kind of you know taking the bricks out of the bag for everybody. So you know we're we're just kind of focusing. We've got a few other projects. Um, you know, developing through uh, through keys and stuff. So it's going to just continue to grow. But it's uh, yeah, it's like a collective of, of of resources and energy and passion. You know? Is that related to uh, LNGM? Yeah, maybe. So yeah, LNGM okay. is yeah, it's a it's my brainchild. Late night GM. I, I just had mm. this. I mean, since I got the since I got this clone file, I'm like, okay, what's the next? you know, evolution of, of communication, you know, and I really had, the, I love the idea of having a virtual, you know, a, a talk show kind of structure in a virtual world. Um, but also that can be, you know, it can link to the, you know, so basically like you could, the way I'm setting it up, you can have, you can be in VR and attend the talk show, like in the audience or be a guest. Uh, but also if you don't have a headset, you can just pop on, you know, if you have a couple other, but, but it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, 
part of it might be token gated. We're working on a few different things um, because I have so many crazy ideas and it's, it's, it's evolved into something bigger and some other people are helping out um, to kind of grow it. So I can't really say too much about it yet, but um, yeah, definitely sure. be on the lookout for it for late night GM because it's coming. Okay. I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. Um, let's go into the next block. That's three songs that you love to show other people. What would be the ideal situation where you're like, just excited? You're like, y'all are, y'all don't even know yet. Ah, that's, that's such a tough one. <laughs> Is it driving somewhere? Is it, um, just hanging out or even like on a spaces or I something like that? I think it like just kind of depends. Like it can kind of, you know, it can kind of hit you anywhere, but yeah, I think just drive driving is a great, a, a great platform for that. Like your mind just, what's that term? There's a term where um, you just basically, you're so good at doing something like whether it's a game, you kind of, Oh, it's a flow state. You kind of get into like a flow, flow state. state yeah. Like we've all driven so much that we can basically, you know, especially with, with, um, you know, our phone's telling us where we need to go if we don't know, but like, you just like, your mind wanders, at least mine does, you know, I get in the car 30 minutes later, I've had a million ideas and I'm like, oh, I'm here. I don't even know, you know, so like, yeah, you can, you can definitely explore a lot, you know, and uh, <laughs> while driving. So yeah, that's, there's something about it. Yeah. Well, we'll hop in and we'll chat about these three songs a little afterwards. All right, perfect. First one up. Demons on the side of my bed, Teflon Sega.
Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago, somebody left with the cup. But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom he still burns. He's going the distance. He's going for speed She's all alone Assail him, impale him with monster truck force In his mind he's still driving, still making the grade She's hoping in time that her memories will fade Cause he's racing and pacing and plotting the course He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's striving and driving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns Cause he's going the distance He's going for It's about what you gon' do with it You 
on your music tip and tell me is you the creator? What you create? These niggas don't know how to act. I should have been a school counselor to see what they get out of that. All I wanna do is help if it's a little. Got up in this game to really try to make a change. Wanna settle down, but the shit is so confusing. I'm just going through a stage where I'm learning how to be brave. Keep your head up. Fuck a phase, this is life, all I need is me. Look into my daughter's eyes and then I get to water eyes. If I die, I pray to God she know a father tried. Cause we just wanna live our lives Embrace faith when against all odds In our eyes to judge niggas That is not our job To be a man it is not that hard We gon' kill them with kindness When they try to take you out your comfort zone Hey yo it's time to be a man Understand we gon' kill them with kindness And you know you gotta fucking hold your own Can't let them take us away from the fam We gon' kill them with kindness Now I'm thinking in reality Actually I was thinking about stability I watched my single mother feed her for years just to barely pay the bills. I don't know, that shit's killing me. But I don't wanna live like that. Mama, I don't wanna see you live like that. I told my little brothers we can build a new life. For the ones that gave us life, we can get that back. I know we tend to hold grudges. I can't control it, I'm unfolding the emotion that I'm holding. Hope the way I saw it ain't the way I won't approach it. I'm just focused on the better me. This rap shit is my pedigree. Lately I've been feeling life testing me She say she down and she say she wanna ride Release the need to please or be validated by eyes in disguise I'm just focused on what makes me come alive I've learned to not take nothing personal Bad environments have been my disadvantage Not trying to be accepted, it stepped me out of my box And now these niggas watch me like I got all of the answers But this is what I build for myself Realistic, always had to keep it real with myself So when they talk and it's negative or it's false We channel out the negative thoughts without any help Cause we just wanna live our lives Embrace faith when against all odds In our eyes to judge niggas that is not our job To be a man it is not that hard We gon' kill them with kindness When they try to take you out your comfort zone Hey yo it's time to be a man Understand we gon' kill them with kindness And you know you gotta fucking hold your own Can't let them take us away from the fam We gon' kill them with kindness That there, Kill Him With Kindness, Dizzy Wright. That first song was Demons On The Side Of My Bed by Teflon Sega. And in the middle, Go In The Distance by Cake. Um, those are all three great songs. Uh, I didn't know Kill Him With Kindness until uh, the chorus and then I recognized mm. it. But uh, will you tell me a little bit about Teflon Sega? You said he was full metaverse. Yeah. Teflon's my guy. Like he, um, he's literally born in the metaverse, and like he literally refers to himself as being born in the metaverse and never breaks, right? Because he he literally embodies everything um, about you know the self sovereign identity, and he's been doing it for for a while too. Um, he I don't know if you if you've ever followed like Blue, who does um, he's really he's huge on YouTube. Do he's been doing like these 3D render videos for a long time and kind of has like a show. Um, and Teflon's like, he's on that level, but also with like a musical talent, you know, which is mm. amazing, right? Like it just blows my mind how he's not on more people's radar already. Um, I think he's going to be absolutely huge because um, he's doing not only, I mean, his his music really speaks to me. Like I, I absolutely love it, but also the guy is so smart. Like uh, he does... 
and he does live streams, making music like on Friday afternoons, which is such a great part of the end of the week. Um, but he, he does, he does spaces and other things too. And he, and he, when you hear him talk about, he really truly understands the future of this space, like for, for an artist, like to have multidimensional talents, you know, across multiple mediums is, it's really impactful. And I think, cause like, so some of the things that he's doing that are, that I find really interesting, like I said, he has his avatar and he, he uses it for performances um, using like motion capture and, there's this platform called Wave XR, which he's done a couple of music videos on. And I, I've gone to those shows and they're really cool because they're live performances when he's in um, in VR and even things that we do as audience members, like we can select a, a, like emojis and we can type text and stuff. And that stuff gets embedded into the music video forever it's, uh, during mm. the live performance, which is really cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. As well as like they do some PO apps and even like, digital fashion pieces that he has done in the music video that he's worn in the music video on his adventures have are also have also been a few of the pieces have also been um digital drops like wearables um on dmat as well so it's really cool to own stuff you know that he's worn in the music video is is really dope and he has some digital shirts as well um like on his own website and stuff he's got some cool some cool swag there um but yeah i uh, i love everything he's doing and he's working on his his album right now. So I can't wait for that to come out. I know he's, I know he's busting his ass. Um, and, uh, yeah, shout out to the broken heart gang, which is his community. Cool. Yeah. That, that song came out 2020. Um, and I'll, I'll be checking out his stuff. I hadn't heard about him until now. The wave, that wave platform is pretty cool too. It's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. There is some cool stuff going on there. I would definitely recommend. Yeah. And his, he has, he has a lot of really good songs. Um, even like he did a, um, a collab with St. John for like Beretta Lake. That was really, really dope mm -hmm. as well. Cool. Yeah, we'll check it out. I'll link it too. Awesome. Um, and then Cake, that's a local local band for me being from Sacramento. That's um, right, yeah. They're, they're a good proponent of mixing that West Coast hip hop into their, uh, their kind of music with the drums and the like that G-Funk synthesizer that you heard in the melody. Uh, I really, I really dig what they do. It's a good mix of styles. Yeah, it is. Like, um, I can't, man, what is, I can't remember the name of that album, um, but that cake is on. Um, but that is one of my favorite, like one of my fa favorite indie artists, like albums. Cause it's like, there's, there might be like six or seven really good songs on that album, which is just insane. Yeah. Prolong the Magic. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Never there. Alpha beta, short skirt, short skirt long yeah. jacket. A lot of good ones on that one, and the um, yeah, like the the, I think I always feel like the the point of life is uh, the journey, not the destination. You know, so mm -hmm. obviously this character running <laughs> after everyone's gone home and the lights are off and he's running by himself, he doesn't give a shit. Like, I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's that's one of those storytelling songs that isn't like an old country tune like there's a drive to it and like you said it keeps the energy the whole way through yeah it's it's a good song yeah yeah i was i was really surprised too just thinking about that just now i was like man because like when we were hearing totally different types of songs back to back right yeah hit that one is the energy curve is is perfect yeah and uh dizzy right that song was from 2013 and uh, I just saw he's from Flint, Michigan, not too far from from here in Detroit. 
Will you tell me about that song? Yeah, I, I honestly don't know where I first heard that song. Um, but yeah, it's just, I, I love that song. I, and then I heard, I recently discovered it again, like maybe at the beginning of this year. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is, this is like kind of what we're doing right now. Like it, you know, that the, he says to be a man, isn't that hard? You got to kill him with kindness. And like, that's all it takes, right? Like, because we see so much hate and FUD and arguing and bickering in this space, right? But it's like, I personally feel that it's just a nascent sandbox that there's plenty of room for all of us to play and succeed. And we actually kind of have to do it together anyways, because it's not going to, I think the future of the space will be a multiverse, you know, so a collection of metaverses and tons of different projects, and we're going to need the whole gamut. So, you know, I, I like to see people stay more positive um, in this space. And I mean, because that's actually one thing, like the one thing I hated about Web 2, you know, in the, the physical realm is that, you know, it's, it's really hard to kind of get away from toxicity sometimes, right? But we're, we're built, what we're building here is it, it allows us to curate our own journeys a whole lot more and we can, you know, we can be, we can be better. Right. And this, I love how this song talks about that, right. He's talking about the, you know, relativity of reality, right. Like it, you have to try to put yourselves in other people's shoes, you know, to, to empathize. Right. So, and uh, yeah, he has one line in there focused on the meta me because this rap shit is my pedigree, like the meta me, like that's literally what we're focused on right now. And uh, yeah. So every, and every time I listen to that song, I, I, pick up on a new line and see it in a different way that I didn't quite think before because there's so many banger lines in that song. Yeah, a lot to relate to. Even going the distance and demons on the side of my bed. Like, yeah, that's a good lot. That was a good lot of songs. Uh, can you tell me about Metaheads? Yeah, so Metaheads is, uh, start off as my own personal project about, I guess it's been... I mean, over a year, I can't remember exactly when I, I first launched it last summer sometime. Mm -hmm. And um, because I wanted to just kind of find a way to start expressing my love and passion, um, you know, for this space. And uh, at the time, the Luxo blockchain and kind of the the founders and the community members and just find a, and I wanted to start telling my own story. And so I had like the MetaHeads, the Mythos and the Lore, I've been building that for, you know, for the last year and kind of evolving. And and I, I really like the idea of having a vessel to bring my fam with me. Um, so like MetaHeads is basically going to end up being like a, a ticket to the alt ride, like for the infinity of whatever I get into, they will have access. Um, so, I mean, I've been building MetaHeads 2.0, which I can say is, you know, I'm in the process of, we're getting closer and it's, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, so MetaHeads 1 was all me. I mean, I collaborated with some artists on a couple of things here and there, you know, but it was like, it was mostly limited to just me, but now I'm put, I put together a team and we're starting to really build out the story and we have some really cool stuff planned. Um, so that's about all I can say for now, but I would, uh, I'm, ex I'm, I'm excited because I haven't, uh, I haven't released anything like this, um, ever. So yeah, I'm stoked. Cool. I'm looking forward to Thank it. You. Is there anything else that you're excited about? Uh, whether IRL or web three? Not much in IRL, uh, other than maybe some events to to see my Web three fan. Um, yeah, like I'm I'm debating on going to uh, Miami for Decentral because uh, there's gonna be a clone event there, and then Art Basel is is really awesome. I went last year, and yeah, it was 
it was really great. That was actually my first ever Web3 event was um, that last mm. year. So that was yeah. that was really cool. Um, that's actually when I first met Kriegel in real life. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, shout to Kriegel out here. Shout out Kriegs. Um, yeah, Kriegel's a good dude. So yeah, and then we actually got swept up um, in the Luxo fam and uh, Marjorie the Queen mm. took us under her wing for a couple of days. We ended up at a private yacht party. It was amazing. It was such a, I was like, that's literally setting the bar for my first real life event. <laughs> oh, completely. But yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, since then I've been to several and it it's just great meeting, you know, face-to-face like, these these friends that we've made and it's like some of them for, you know, a year and a half or two that we've just been chatting daily and, you know, and uh, to finally, yeah. to put, uh, you know, a face to them, to the voice is, is, because it's not just text, right? We do spaces and we chat with voice all the time too so yeah to finally meet these people in person it's it's always really really cool because and they're even that's what blows me away too is everyone's actually even cooler in real life you know i said okay damn it i did it i said real life i i i'm trying to st- i don't say it very often sometimes i slip one in but no the physical realm because yeah everything we're doing here is just as real if not more right um but yeah so i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to there's a couple of events um i'm gonna definitely try to get to one um, in the next couple of months and, uh, see some fam again. Cause I miss them. Yeah. Um, so I like to introduce the last block. Uh, I asked my guests two songs that you'll always love and one song you'd want to put into a time capsule to show how beautiful the earth can be. Uh, if you want to give us an intro on these three tunes, uh, can you remind me what, uh, these three were? Yeah. The two songs you'll always love day and night. And I can't get no satisfaction by Cat Power. Yeah. So yeah, day and night. I mean, Kid Cudi is. Whew, man, yeah. I went through a phase of like two years where I listened to him on daily, daily. You know, and as a late night stoner, like my, like, I mean, my whole life, my mind around like two a.m. just sparks start going off, and I get this creative burst for a couple of hours, like maybe mm-hmm. around midnight or one. It's just it's been that way since I was a kid. So like, that's why that's part of the reason I have a, a struggle with, you know, sleep patterns because I, my mind just cannot slow down. But, um, and that's kind of what that song is about. So I really identified, you know, with that, that nighttime passion, um, as far as the, uh, the cat power. Yeah. Can't get no satisfaction. That was kind of a, a duel. I kind of cheated you and put two in there <laughs> because I, I, that's one of my favorite songs. Can't get no satisfaction from the stones is just right. such an iconic song and it's so well crafted um but also cat powers cover of it is man that's one of those songs. even like there's i was trying to find i couldn't find it just if i can send it to you but there was a um a live performance the first time i saw her cover of it at some festival and man i i don't have words for it she like there's just something she does with words that you just melt <laughs> you know so having her cover that song is kind of like the best of both worlds um, and then, yeah, I'll have to, find yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can find it for you. And then, um, and then, yeah, the third song, uh, Van Morrison. Oh, you didn't even into, into the, the mystic. Yeah. That is, yeah. that's the way I think like I want, if some other sentient, you know, species discovered our ashes and pulled out some, you know, capsule with some music, if that song played for them, like, and they were standing on whatever was left of earth. I feel like they would get it, you know? Sure. Yeah, because I mean, I, I think oh. I, I just I will say that I'll end it with that. That I think that 
yeah, we're all on this journey together. Like, I, I think we're all just energy in different forms. And, and luckily we have the ability to kind of express our, our understanding and expand our, you know, universal consciousness. And, uh, and yeah, I think that's what the, that final song kind of uh, embodies for me. Perfect. We'll hop right in. This has been Alts Anonymous. I'm lost and found. Thanks for listening. Toss and turn, I keep stressing my mind, mind I look for peace, but see I don't attain What I need for keeps, this silly game we play, play Now look at this Madness the magnet keeps attracting me, me I try to run, but see I'm not that fast I think I'm first, but surely finish last, last Cause day and night, day and night The lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night He's all alone through the day and night The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night At night Day and night The lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night He's all alone, some things will never change The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night At night Hold the phone the lonely stoner, Mr. Solo Dolo He's on the move, can't seem to shake the shade Within his dreams, he sees the life he made Made The pain is deep A silent sleeper, you won't hear a peep, peep. The girl he wants don't seem to want him to It seems the feelings that she had her through Through Cause day and night the lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night He's all alone through the day and night The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night At night Day and night The lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night He's all alone, some things will never change The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night Slows up and creates that new, new He seems alive though he is feeling blue The sun is shining, man he's super cool, cool The lonely nights They fade away, he slips into his white nikes He smokes a clip and then he's on the way To free his mind and searcher To free his mind and searcher To free his mind and searcher Day and night the lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night He's all alone through the day and night The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night At night Day and night The lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night He's all alone, some things will never change The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night
Let your soul and spirit fly into the mystic And where that foghorn blows I will be coming home And when the foghorn blows, I wanna hear it. I don't have to fear it. I wanna rock your gypsy soul. Just like way back in the days of old. Yeah, magnificently we will fold into the best thing. You know I will be coming home And when that fall